Welcome to the podcast. Today we're going to explore developing a team's culture. So I guess the first question is, what is culture? It's something we hear people talk about a lot these days, particularly in regards to business. Oh, that company's got an amazing culture. Or, oh, look at that company, what a terrible culture they have. So what is it that people mean when they're they're saying this about a culture of a company? Well, culture really boils down to patterns of behavior that are either encouraged, discouraged, or tolerated over time. So it's really important to develop a strong team culture if you want to have a high-performing property management team, if you want to have a staff re- um, high staff retention, and if you want to experience growth, which I know all businesses do. So in terms of that, it's important to look at what patterns of behavior work in your team or don't. So if, if I say I'm trying to create a positive culture, that means a gossip-free zone. So if I happen to be making a coffee one morning and there are two staff members next to me gossiping about somebody else, then that is going against the team culture we're trying to build. So we have to watch that behavior and basically say, look, you know, gossip-free zone here because we're trying to build that strong team culture. But humans really are hardwired to fit in with our tribes, whatever that may be. You have all worked in a team where it's got that more negative sort of feeling to it and, and it's like a vortex. And once one person starts gossiping about things, everybody else seems to get dragged into it. And before you know it, you wonder why you're not looking forward to going to work. And then you realize because it's actually a really negative environment for most of the time. And that's before you even talk to your landlords or tenants. So if this happens and um, if you're a new person in a business and you see this is what's going on, you tend to fit in with your environment, uh, which is a survival strategy. Uh, You may not naturally be that sort of person, but you may find yourself becoming like that just so you feel that you can fit in. So we don't really want it to work that way. Cultures are maintained through messages that are sent and received about what behavior is expected. For example, if the culture is uh, punctuality in a team, then we expect that people arrive on time every day. So if your start time is, say, 8.30, we expect to see the whole team there at 8.30. So the people who arrive on time have positive reinforcement and for those ones who are late, don't. Now, if you don't say anything to the people who are late, you're basically saying it's okay to be late. So you're setting up a culture that definitely has mixed messages. Uh, A really fantastic um, statement that I heard recently is the standard you walk past is the standard you accept. Now, what that means is if uh, punctuality is really important for your culture and that person is five, ten minutes late every day because they're buying breakfast or whatever they're doing, then by allowing that to keep happening, that's counterproductive to what your culture is. So really clearly know who you want to be, what you want to stand for. And this definitely influences new team members. If a new team, team member comes in and they know that, wow, everybody's on time, everybody fills in their KPIs every week, they're excited, they want to see how successful they've been, it will certainly make that new team member know that this is the level that's a minimum standard and that they have to lift their game in order to stay part of that team. 
Of course, the opposite happens if there's a negative culture, if people thrive on complaining, on being negative about their clients, uh, being upset every time a phone call comes in for them, then that's going to lead to loss of revenue because the customer service will definitely be going down and good staff members may feel like they don't like that negative culture and they're going to go somewhere else where it's not like that. So we really don't want that to happen. So it's important that you have a think about what is your team's culture? Do you have one? What patterns do you have in your team? Or what patterns would you like to have in your team to turn it into an amazing place to come to every day? Okay, it's now time to refer to the worksheet and case study for further discussion with your team. Thank you and enjoy. Enjoy.